Welcome to episode number five of the New Jersey Beer Partners podcast. My name is Denny. And I'm Patty. And we are coming to you on location from the 10th annual New York State Craft Brewers Festival in Syracuse, New York. But before we get to that, where have we been? It's been quite a few months since our last podcast. June, um, I think. June. I believe it was June. Take a little time off. Summertime is very hectic for us. We have a lot going on. Um, we had a couple of vacations thrown in there. So we will eventually get back on to somewhat of a routine with the podcast. But it was just, it was a busy summer. There was just a lot going on. And there usually is for us. Yeah, um, we had a couple beer fests in that time, summer, early fall, and we went to Alaska, so. And that will probably be a podcast separately, all about the breweries that we hit in Alaska, which was amazing. But going back to the summertime, we did hit a beer fest, our local beer fest. It's in Manahawken, and it's called Manahopkin, and it's probably literally 10 minutes from our house. And it was the first beer fest that we ever attended as craft beer people. I don't even know when that was many years ago, but that is always one of my favorites just because it is so close to home. And it was, it has a special place because it was my first ever beer fest. That's how I started experiencing what beer fests were. It's a good time. Um, but the issue is, is that, uh, They've kind of downsized it since COVID. They used to have COVID. It's always COVID. Yeah, they used to have like fifty breweries, and I think this year there was only like twenty-two. So I thought it was closer to thirty, but I don't know. Somewhere, yeah, it was definitely it's definitely downsized, unfortunately. And ever since COVID, everything seems like it's downsized and whatnot. But um, it's outside. It's it's in a local park on a lake, and I mean they still do a good job. I, honestly, I'm trying to think now. I don't even know where they would put more breweries. Well, the first year we went, there was 50 of them. I guess they so they, they just definitely can fit more. I think the first year we went, there were more breweries than there were vendors. And oh, that's true. now there's more vendors there, there is a lot and of breweries. Vendors, and there's a lot of food. Yeah, there's So I guess a lot that might be the difference. Uh, they do do two sessions. They do uh, 12 to 4 and then uh, 5 to 9. Or six to ten or something like that. I think that. it's five to nine. We usually do the night session because it's usually in August and it's it is hot. so hot at the twelve to four. Yeah, that I mean I, I prefer it at night. It's just it's it makes the cooler the nighttime air it's it's, it's a lot better. Um the only bad side about that is there we did run into a situation and there wasn't many, but you know, after one full session and then you start getting into the second session and you go hours into the second session, people start running out of beer. Mm -hmm. And I know, I think it was Tom's river brewing who closed up pretty early in the second session. I don't even know if we made it to that tent. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens at every beer fest, they run out of beer, which is, I guess, expected. What I don't like is when they run out of everything and they have to shut the tent completely correct you can't even get right. to the beer i uh, mean i get that you're going to run out of certain beers popular beers you know that's kind of expected but to run out of everything and then have to shut your tent down you can't even go over to them and talk to them because they're gone yeah. they're gone they like close up shop which i don't think that happened to many but it did happen it did and yeah. then i know i mean there were some places that did run out of particular beers 
which I guess is to be expected. I know Fry, for example, that's the one that had the pickle beer, right? right. That I really liked. And right. I went back to get another one and they were already gone. But they had other beers to offer. Uh, but that the pickle beer, and I'm not a pickle beer person, but that was actually yeah, it was a good pickle pretty darn beer. good. It was a good pickle beer. Yeah, but overall, I mean, Manahopkin, again, it's one of my favorites. And we would just continue to go back year after year. It's 10 minutes from our house. So, um, but after that, the beer fest, then we went a few months with no beer fest. Well, we went to Alaska after that. So that all our stuff was tied up in that. Um, we kind of cut back a little bit on going out and, you know, cause that was a big trip. Yeah. We definitely overbooked ourselves vacation. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were, we did go out of Seattle, so we'd already hit Seattle. So we managed to, to hit a couple breweries in Washington, but nothing crazy. A couple that we've been to before, a couple that we haven't been to before, and then a bunch actually in Alaska. So pretty good trip. Mm-hmm. But we will get into that in a separate podcast altogether because there was quite a few breweries on that trip that we'd like to highlight and talk about. And then after that, once we got back, uh, moving on into it was pretty much September. We yeah. got back in September. Right after Labor Day or right before Labor Day. I think it was Labor Day. We flew home. The actual Labor Day. Yeah. And I don't think we had much going on in September. No, I don't think we did anything in September. Local stuff. Nothing, nothing new. Um, oh, actually we did. We did the last weekend of September. We did do a Pennsylvania day oh, we did, where yes. we drove about three hours from our house um and went to schnitz creek and then drove going back towards home stopped in hershey and were able to hit a few new breweries for us and that was a good trip so that was a good day yeah, there was a yeah. bunch of it, the weather was horrible we almost didn't go because the weather was so bad yeah, I think I think there was a beer fest. There actually, day. yes, we were supposed to go to the Glassboro Beer yes. Fest that day, um, which we've gone to before. It's another one of our favorite beer fest, and we had tickets to that, and they winded up canceling it on Friday because of the weather. And Denny had already taken the Saturday off work, and I was off, and so we were a little disappointed that we had the whole day off, and we were expecting to yeah, drink. <laughs> we were expecting to drink. So, Our bodies wanted the beer. So, you know, we came up with this plan of trying to get new breweries, and we didn't need any new ones in New Jersey at the time. At the time, yeah. So, we had been hearing about this Yaw Brewing that had like a '90s theme. So, we've been wanting to check that out. So, we kind of made a trip of it. That was, yeah, that was the, the base of the trip. And then on our way back, we hit a bunch of new ones. No, actually, we hit Schnitz Schnitt, Creek, that was which first. we've been to before. Right, because that was the a, furthest. And that's one of my, that's probably my favorite Pennsylvania brewery, Schnitz Creek. And then we went to Yaw, and then we went to Cartel, Cartel in Lancaster. That was a good that was we spent actually we spent we a spent lot a, of time yes, there we did yeah we talked to the bartenders um we had a good time there they they're were, actually in the process of moving which i probably at this point i want to say they probably right have moved right because their tap the tap room we visited um it actually it's on the smaller side but it's i've seen much smaller breweries so it wasn't that small that i thought it was but i guess they're moving to a bigger location they are and i think they're going to serve food where they go 
Right. But this was also a blendery. So it was a brewery blendery, which was very unique. And, you know, after we started talking to them and we got to know them a little bit better and very friendly, and they were telling us all about, you know, how they, what they do, how they do it. You know, I started getting a little experimental, I guess, to say, because they let us blend whatever we want and try new things. So I went completely off the rails and I said, I want to try something that nobody would ever think to try. So I blended a sour with a stout, um, which, you know, he, he looked at me like I had 17 heads when I said that's what I wanted to blend. He said, well, nobody's ever asked for that before. And I said, well, that's kind of why that's where I'm going with this. And it wasn't as bad as it sounds. It was drinkable. It was different. Um, <laughs> you got you got the stout. You got the sour. Nothing overpowered one another. I thought the stout would overpower the sour, but it didn't. But it was it, it was drinkable. Let's put it that way. Would I would I go out and market it and can it and you know, set it up for distribution? Probably not. But it was fun to have that experience where you could take any one of their and then they had quite a few beers. And just blend them together, and you come up with new tastes, new flavors, and it was it was a fun experience. They actually they also had, if I'm remembering this correctly, vodka that they, they partnered did. with a distillery. a distillery, and they offered us I think a beer with a vodka. We didn't I didn't try that because at the time we weren't really into vodka, but I did, and it was unique because the vodka was infused with lavender and i am not a lavender person i do not like lavender i don't like the scent i don't like the taste but i tried it and take away the lavender and it was really good and i was able to drink it even with the lavender in it but it was it was good it was a different kind of taste and it was unique but i i, I didn't try i didn't try i would it. love I to try like... it without the element of the lavender in it. But I think yeah. that might be the only one that they had at the time. But yeah, it was different. They had it on tap, the vodka. They did, it yeah. came out of a tap handle. Yeah, but it was, they were partnered with a local distillery, if I'm remembering. It, right? yeah. I can't, was, I don't remember what the distillery no, was. Either. But um, but I mean, I didn't try. I don't usually like to mix alcohols. And like when you're literally mixing them in one glass, yeah. it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, usually if I'm going to drink hard alcohol, I've either started with it and switched to beer or I don't go back. <laughs> I don't care. I do anything. That's how I roll. Um, so I think that was it for that trip, that was, right? Yep. And then that brought us into October. And October was exciting because we had a bucket list beer fest that we attended and that was the corn maze in indiana columbus indiana sponsored by 450 north brewing correct it's actually on their ground now this brewery is pretty amazing i i've never heard of a brewery to actually host a beer fest of this magnitude this place was huge i mean besides the fact that you have the brewery and you have their grounds there. They have like I'm assuming they own all the land that this corn maze is on. And they've been doing this now for it was many years. Yeah, I think I wanna say this is ten this is the at tenth least, year. At least tenth, yeah. Yeah. We we've always well actually we've wanted to go for a while now. We wanted to go last year. 
but last year it was it fell on the same weekend as the GABF, and so we we had already you know bought our tickets for that and so we couldn't do both so this year and before that we're just going to blame COVID again because it's, it's always COVID. <laughs> this year um it actually the way it came up is our our beer friends was actually supposed to go to the gabf and he winded up having to cancel and when he canceled that he he's originally from indiana he lives in delaware now but um he said he was going to this instead so that's kind of how we decided to go so i guess we have him to thank for actually getting us there this particular year mm -hmm. yeah i mean it was very impressive setup i mean the only downfall and i mean it's a downfall for us but i, I mean it's in the middle of nowhere so there's literally no cell phone reception so we made the mistake of Ubering on the way home. I guess we'll get to that at the end, but you have no cell phone service in, in the corn maze, but I guess you don't need it really. It's, it, it's a pretty massive field. And what it is, you walk in and you're going through a corn maze as you know it, and then you come to an opening and within that opening, there's probably about 10 or so breweries set up in that opening. And then there's paths leading off of that opening to other openings and they're all color coded. So you do get a map. There are large flags that you can see from other areas of the corn maze. And you just go from opening to opening and try out all the beer. I will say the mistake we made was we didn't buy the VIP, which got you an hour and a half more. And we did run out of time. There wasn't enough time to. I think that's the first time we've ever run out of time. Yeah. And then towards the end, we were kind of rushing because we were like, we've only hit, I think there were seven sections, I want to say seven colors. And towards the end, we were getting panicked because we had only hit like three and like, there's parts of this we haven't even seen. Uh, so we started rushing through the end. Yeah, and so did. next time we definitely will pay for the VIP because um, it gets you an extra hour and a half. And it, it actually, it came with a six pack of beer. Exclusive, that's only available for the VIP members. It's not available in the tap room. It's not available anywhere else. It's bottles or cans of beer that come in a little box. And it's it's only available through that means. Yeah. I mean, we went into this beer fest a little nervous because this beer fest is... <laughs> specializes in sours. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, it, it's a sour, it's a sour beer fest. And um it doesn't bother me. Denny Denny doesn't like sours as much. I was practicing leading <laughs> up to it. But I mean, well I was nervous as well because I, while I do like sours, you can only drink so many and then I feel like it starts to get too much. So we were a little nervous going into it and um the 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 box that you got were all sour beers from the brewery so that's one of the reasons why we didn't buy the vip because we didn't think we needed these six packs of sour beer but when we got there there were a lot of sours i mean that's what they're known for there were there was other beer I yeah, mean, I there say, was IPAs, there was stouts. I, I would say it's 80% sours, 20% a mix of everything else. So there's enough to break up 
the sour palate that you have in order to move on. So, I mean, I was happy. I, I wasn't disappointed. And like I said, I'm, I'm not a big sour person. Um, there are sour beers that I do drink. And leading up to this, going into this, I knew what was going on. So I did, I was drinking more sours here and there when I saw them at places. So I was kind of gearing up for it, but there was a good mix of other things. So it wasn't completely, we didn't get over soured. Yeah, we were able to take a break. I know a couple of times I went up to a tent specifically just to get an IPA to kind of take a break from the sours. Um, but they mainly invite there was a hundred breweries uh, there, yeah, which, you know, it's pretty, pretty good for, and they're from all over the country. They mainly invite breweries that are also, that also specialize in sours like 450 North does and from all over the country. And, um, there were, was it three, three, three from New Jersey. It was Bolero, Magnify and Heavy Reel. And Magnify, I think, just sent their beer. They, they didn't have representatives there. But Heavy Reel and Bolero were both there. The, all, all the guys from Heavy Reel and Bolero were, they attended. And Yeah, we got to talk to them. And I mean, we, we know them. So we had a nice conversation with both of them. And it was good. There were a couple breweries now that are on my list for out-of-state that I have to try because I had some amazing a few, beer. Yeah, a few good interesting beers. The first one was it's Arcane Brewing and that is located in Florida. I think it's in the Tampa area. They had a pistachio Was it a um, sour? No. I don't even think it was a sour. I think it was a cream. I don't think it was a sour. It, and, and what, it was and, amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And then there was a brewery based out of Iowa. I think it was called Barn barnyard or something like that and they had a caramel apple beer that was amazing and who else was there um, that we oh there was about 98 other people <laughs> yes there. yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it, it was pretty massive very impressive for the fact that it was a brewery that was actually holding this event but it's something that we we loved the weather was amazing. And I guess in this time of year, the weather could be hit or miss. It was a bright, sunny day. It was about, I was, it was probably in the sixties temperature wise. Yeah. Yeah. So it, was. it, it wasn't too cold. It wasn't too hot. It was, it was just beautiful. It's a rain or shine event. So I can't imagine doing that in the rain, but I guess I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. And I, I will say this, I, I won't say much about it, but they had the best bathroom situation. Yeah, uh, You can a... use your imagination, but there were no lines. And I could tell you that inside this massive corn maze, there were no porta potties. So again, use your imagination, but that's kind of where, what's well, kind of where you go. <laughs> so yeah, that is definitely something that we are going to look to do again. Um, probably not next year. Uh, we might have other plans for that time period next year, but definitely after that. Yeah, they actually, they haven't released dates for that yet, but um, I know we'll be in Denver. I think it's October 10th. So I don't know that we can swing two beer trips. Out of state beer trips. But hey, you never know. We've been known to do much more stupid things like go to Alaska in august and then we're going to hawaii in what is now a month and a half so 
we've been known to do stupid things. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Hawaii, the reason we haven't been hitting many breweries lately and we've actually been we've kind of been into distilleries um that's kind of been our new thing we've hit in a couple distilleries in new jersey um little water distillery is great blue rascal distillery is great that one is great because that one's in hamilton <laughs> there's three breweries three there breweries so we've distillery. hit we hit the breweries and then we've ended at the distillery um but we've been kind of holding back on hitting some of the new breweries just because we have a certain count that we have to kind of stick to because um, we have some plans for some anniversary numbers and we don't want to be restricted in Hawaii. So we're not hitting new breweries at the moment. Which is unfortunate because I think within the past month in New Jersey, what, four, five, six opened There's up? There's four. Yeah, there's one up north. I think it's called Veritage. Today, actually, uh, three, it's, it's three, 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 not three, 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 three. It's like 30, 33, 33. It opens in South Jersey. And then you have bone saws, new tap house in the, the mall, right? It's, it's a, it's a, a mall. It's, not, it's in a I mall. I think it's not in the mall. I think it's outside of a mall. Okay. But it's a pilot house. And then there's the Drury. I, I could be saying that wrong, but they're opening out in Lawrenceville. They had reservations that you could have made to visit them. I think they start next week. So yeah, that's five, right? Five. I thought that was four. Was that four? Know, but I think there is a fifth one. Oh, there's one in Wall opening. I saw. Yeah, there's just. A, of course, when we're, we're we're trying to limit right now, what we're doing. They're just going to all open up. I think that happened a few years ago, and that's how we got behind on our counts. But yes. We'll get caught up once we get back from Hawaii. Um, we'll make a plan to hit a bunch and get us all called back up in New Jersey again because that's who we are. <laughs> um, all right, I think we're going to go a little backwards right now. We're, we're Obviously, we're drinking because that's what we do when we do these podcasts. And we are actually sharing a beer this time because we are on our way to a beer fest. And Patty's number one rule of a beer fest is you do not pregame for a beer fest after gaming only. Yes, I after game, but I try not to pregame. So we didn't want to each drink a beer leading up to this. So we are splitting one, but it is a good one. And it's appropriate for this time of year. It is called the Cran Whip, which is a fruited wheat beer from Anglesey Ale Works in Wildwood. This brewery is located a couple blocks from the boardwalk. We've been down there a couple times to visit them, and they're doing some amazing things there. And this one comes out right before Thanksgiving, which is amazing. It's a nice cranberry taste. It's not too tart. It's not too sweet. It is a 5.6. Um, it's fruited wheat made with lactose, vanilla, and cranberry. So I'm a fan. I like it. Mm -hmm. I ha I've had cranberries that are very tart. This one is not. This is actually part of a series. It's called Cran Whip. They do different kinds of whips. I know in the summer they had a they have a pineapple whip. That's the Dew Whip. The Dole Whip. Dew. Do, oh, Dew Whip. Dew Whip for Dew Whip. Well, it's pineapple though, it but I think it's yeah. the same. It's a play off of Dole Whip, but it's right, Dew Whip because right, right. it's Wildwood. Wildwood's known but for Dew Whip. But it's the same series. They it's do the same these, series. These yeah. Whip. They just whip beers. Do different fruits. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's delicious. I don't know what they do in the winter, actually. We'll have to go down there and see. 
Best time to go down there is in their off season because I can't even imagine what it's like to go there in the middle of the summer, yeah. being in such a heavily populate, populated beach town. I think the both times that we went, actually, well, I, we I went, did go in July. We went in October. Um, we we went after we, we went the third weekend of October, and it was a little bit busy down there. I did go in July though by myself. Did you? I never went. Yeah, and it was it wasn't as bad as I thought. Okay. But it was early in the day, so, and it was mm -hmm. a weekday. Well, when we were there in October, it was kind of, it was, there was a decent crowd decent, in there, yeah. yeah. I mean, the well, it was a busy weekend that weekend. It in was. Island, so I don't know if that played into it, but. Yeah, I, I'm excited to go there in the middle of February. You can get more one-on-one -on -one talk with the owners and the brewers. And there's a great restaurant right next door, too. Alfie's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's right in the parking lot, I feel like, right? Yeah, it's, right, it's the same building. Mm -hmm. What's weird, though, is right above the brewery is, and the restaurant <laughs> the bowling is alley. a bowling alley. Yeah. So you're sitting in the brewery. The bowling alley is on a second floor, which is unique. Mm -hmm. So you could actually hear the bowl, the balls rolling down the lanes <laughs> and hitting the pins. So it, different. Yeah. it's def different. It's definitely different. Um, I guess back to tonight, the reason we're here in Syracuse. Yes, we are in here in now, Syracuse. I know, I know we've talked about this beer fest before, not the Syracuse one, but the New York Brewers Association Beer Fest because they put on, I think it's like five of them, and they're in different parts of the state. We've gone to the Albany one twice, and it's we really enjoy us. the Albany one, yep. and this is our first time at the Syracuse one. But it should be interesting because it's in an old theater. It's a very historical landmark theater, it's called. Mm -hmm. It's very elegant, very historical. I was looking at pictures, and it's just the artwork on the murals and the, the chandeliers and the gold. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's old, and it's historic. That's what it is. And it's I, apparently the beer tastings and the, the booths, they're set up all throughout. So they're on the stage, and... The big thing is you're drinking a beer on a stage where all these famous people performed, which is great. They're set up, I guess, in the lobby and in back rooms and dressing rooms. And I don't know. It's going to be an experience. Uh, it's it's right downtown Syracuse. We're about a mile from there right now at our hotel. And it starts in about an hour. Yeah, a little less than an hour. Mm -hmm. We will be there. One of the, the best things about the New York beer fests though, is that they don't send vendors. It's, there has to be a representative for, from the brewery there. Right. And we did cover that. And we did cover this Albany, before, but I think our first podcast was the Albany beer fest. Yes. And that's one of the reasons we like the, the New York ones because they are represented by brewery owners, head brewers, employees, things like that. So, mm -hmm. so they know what, when you ask them a question, they know about their brewery. They know about their beer. And um, it's going to be exciting to try this one because we actually, we don't know any of the breweries up here. We've never visited breweries up here. So it's going to be all new breweries for us. There were there are a couple coming that we have been to in other parts of the state. But mostly the breweries that I saw listed, I guess, are specific to the Syracuse area and, you know, can't wait to try some new beer. All right. New beer experience, new breweries and 
we will report back. Other than that, I think we're going to uh, wrap this up because we have to start getting ready and get our Uber down to the Landmark Theater. And hopefully we will be back soon. Hopefully before Hawaii. Hopefully before Hawaii. <laughs> we're going to get back onto some kind of schedule here and, you know, get some more podcasts out there. Yeah. And tell about all of our past adventures, future adventures. We really have to do the Alaska. That might be our we next one. We have to one. do an Alaska episode. That might be our next one. All right. Well, until then, cheers, and we will talk to you soon.